0: Last Sunday, we reflected on the fear of the Lord as kind of the beginning of our, the understanding of our relationship with God. And our readings this Sunday kind of pick up from that idea with Moses encountering God's presence through the burning bush, that this fear of the Lord brings him to remove his sandals because he's on holy ground. But the next... Quality or characteristic of God that I'd like to reflect on is God as condescending. God's condescension towards us. Now, our use of that word is negative in connotation. When we are condescending, it means that we're looking down on somebody else. But that's not the origin of the word condescension. Condescension means to come down with, to descend with someone. It means to let go of what is rightfully yours to be with another person. It's gracious allowance or deference to another person. This is the origin of the word condescension, and this is God's condescension towards us. And we can see that in the burning bush. That this is an encounter with God, the Almighty, the creator of the heavens of the earth. And he reveals himself to Moses in a burning bush. Not in a burning tree ablaze, but a small bush burning. And in that he reveals himself to Moses. That God reveals himself first in condescension because he only reveals himself in great power in Scripture when people continue to refuse to listen to him, that he escalates things over time. But his first action towards us is condescension, coming down to be with us, giving deference to us. And we see that time and time again Throughout the scriptures, throughout salvation history, here with Moses, later, while they're in exile, when they're out in the desert, they complain that the manna isn't good enough. This bread from heaven isn't good enough. God, give us meat. We want meat. So God says, okay, fine, I'll give you meat. He condescends. Then later, once they're no longer in exile, then they say, God, we want a king. Not just judges anymore, we want a king to lord over us. And God says, you don't really want that. You don't know what you're asking for. God, we want a king. Okay, fine, I'll give you a king. You can have a king. And then the kings fall apart and they go, God, where are you? And so he sends them the prophets. Here is my message to you. And again, they don't listen. And then God's ultimate condescension in the incarnation of his son who comes born of a virgin as an infant, condescending to be with us. God is condescending. He makes himself lowly in our midst. Today in the gospel, the parable, God is not the landowner, the one who owns and possesses, but this Sunday he's the gardener. The gardener who in that garden says to the landowner, no, don't cut down the tree just yet. Let me give it a little bit more time. Let me care for it. Let me bow down and dig around it, put manure on it, properly water it, care for it, tend it, so that maybe it will bear fruit. This condescension of God is important. And it's important for us as well. It's the difference between giving money to feed the homeless and actually giving the homeless a meal. It's the difference between talking down to a child and telling them what to do and talking to them face to face. It's the difference between telling somebody, you need to go fix yourself and I will walk with you and do whatever I can to help you along the way. This condescension of God is an integral part of living the Christian life. And the way that it's shown to us through Lent and through the Gospel and the second reading today is in this need for repentance. Condescension is important in properly knowing how to repent. Because the problem with the Corinthians is they thought they were pretty darn smart. They thought they knew everything that they needed to do, and St. Paul is telling them, so did the Israelites when they went through the Red Sea and escaped the Egyptians. But many of them were destroyed in the wilderness because they would not repent. Or Jesus in the Gospel is saying, these Galileans were killed, so do you think because they were killed that they were worse sinners? No. You better repent. Or those who were killed by the Tower of Siloam falling, were they worse sinners? Is that their punishment for their sin? No, repent. The the condescension that's needed in repentance is acknowledging the true reality of our sin. We allow ourselves to descend with the worst of sinners because it's an acknowledgement that all of us, by our sin, are not worthy of the glories of heaven. We descend with the lowly because it reminds us of how far we are from God, but the great gift of our Christian faith is that by descending, we are raised up. We make our way towards Good Friday and Holy Saturday, where, as we pray in the creed, Jesus descended into hell. Jesus Condescended to the lowest possible place so that he could lift us up. We remember that condescension of God because it reminds us that he wants to suffer with us. And we remember that condescension in our own life because it reminds us to make ourselves small, little, the reality of who we are because of our sin. The great gift of our Christian faith is that by condescending, God raises us up. And so we repent, we condescend, so that God can save us.